Hi, welcome to Laser Time. Do it better. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? What? I'm gonna leave. I'm Ooh. leaving Laser Time to start my own movie career. Wow. Oh no! Yeah, Shelley Long. I've found my own comedic vehicle, and I'm sure it'll be a success. <laughs> <laughs> that was an outrageously good intro. Yes. Uh, so I, the topic for this week is going to be failed comedic vehicles. Yes. Something that I just. For some reason, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. anytime like a comedian that I knew was getting his own movie yeah. was a real big source of excitement for me. Well, yeah, and it so often did not work out. It was we grew up during the same time as the stand-up boom, mm-hmm. where yeah. overnight somebody could be a stand-up success, and either they had yeah. a sitcom or a movie career, and also that weird era of Pee Wee Herman, Ernest movies of yeah. fake characters leading their own films mm-hmm. uh, into a series. So it was a very experiment. For a while, it was a very experiment. If we were doing time. VGA in the 80s, the yeah. raccoon would have a movie by now. Yes, yes. <laughs> this equipment also would have been like $60,000 and mm-hmm. like priced everybody out of doing podcasts. That's true, that's true. Uh, but yeah, it would have happened. I want my own spinoff vehicle, and then uh, I can start hiring and firing my family members. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> It is. This is a practice that's been going on for about thirty years. Uh, to, I mean, it, I'm sure someone from the honeymover, hun, honeymovers, honeymooners got their own movie and uh, didn't work out. Ralph uh, Cramden. You, you, yeah. you did ask me if I could think I, of yeah, classic ones, and it's usually popular comedians or vaudevillians tended to be kind of the wacky sidekick yeah. or the comic relief. So Buddy Hackett to... never got his own romantic comedy. Mm, no. And I feel, like, I feel like you could have a flop in the 60s or 70s and, and still get another chance. Yeah. yeah. Whereas... Well, uh, you were hired to a contract. They might as well. Yeah. They promised you four movies. Might as well go for it. Man. Yeah. Uh, whereas these comedians, most of them only got one shot. Maybe they got a second but uh, I'm going to start with... Should we say who we are? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm Dave I'm, I'm Dave Rudden, and I'm a Leading terrible this host. this episode, by the yeah. way. Uh, I'm Chris Antista, taking a back seat. I love the back seat. I love it back here. <laughs> I'm Diana Goodman. I'm Michael Raparez, and the driver's or the back seat is where I'm accustomed to. <laughs> Not so. true. Host of Video Game Apocalypse yes, every yes. week um, on Laser Time Network. Mm. Well, you all know our names, but does anybody remember the name? Hmm. Yahoo Serious. I do. Of course. I do. Ah, yes. We're going to lead off with Yahoo Serious. Because Series. my dad loves this movie. I, uh, well. He loves it. Yeah. I saw I saw it in the theater three times with my father. Oh, my God. I've seen it on video three more times. than that. Yeah. He loved this movie. So you were the one. You yep. were the one it's three your times. fucking fault. All I remember about this movie is the villain's name. What, what was it? Preston Preston of the Perth Prestons. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did, what I remember about this movie is that it's rated pg and there is so much old man ass and dick in the film. What? Yeah, there's like a ton of Jesus. male nudity. I mean, but like not, not the, it's all for comedy, not the least bit sexy. Because he's in like a, an insane asylum for most of it, Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, so I, I have a clip of the trailer, uh, which doesn't even show that much of uh, Yahoo Sirius's uh, charisma. Yeah, that's about the extent of it. Now. Australia's colossal comedy hit, starring its newest comedy hero, comes to the States. <laughs> Yahoo Serious is Young Einstein. Albert. Albert Einstein. He is destined to create the most powerful scientific theories in history. I discovered the formula for splitting beer atoms. 
This is uh, wow. this is bringing me back. Like I want to watch this now. What? That's such Fucking a weird Australia. A weird vehicle in the first place. Like what yeah. if what if Einstein was Australian? That's nobody. That is ever. the premise. Is that it is Australian Einstein and who also invented surfing yeah. and beer and beer uh-huh. and and, and, and rock guitar. and roll. Yeah, and rock the electric and roll. guitar. Yeah. And it really hits the the '80s weird obsession with '50s music yeah. on the head. Yes, I, yeah. I was trying to point that out somewhere else, but like Back to the Future has a ton of it. Uh, what I what I call now George Lucas's nostalgia because yeah. he has a diner in my neighborhood that I hate. Mm. That is all based on things he grew As up. As you should. Mm-hmm. But I think like the, the the crux of this movie even getting made was. The uh, the crocodile Dundee, I'd say, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, for I, I, it seems weird to say that Australia was popular because mm-hmm. it's a large country full of millions yes. of people. But for some reason, in the eighties Americans really just decided to love Australia. Bill Hartman has a bit my, about it on The Simpsons. My sister decided when she was little, and she'd hate me for telling this story. Decided that she was going <laughs> to form a detective agency with her friend next door. And their uh, logo was a poorly drawn kangaroo, and they were the Aussie Detective Agency. What? (laughs) (laughs) She has never been to Australia, has she? Never. No. Well, most people haven't. It's too far to go. Exactly. And, I mean, you've seen this movie thrice. Yeah. I've seen it It, a lot. What is it about Yahoo Serious? Because this this trailer, Mm -hmm. he does not look interesting at all. I'm sorry. He's He's got funny hair. Which think, we'll see again later, but... Uh, I think he, it is that he's got funny hair. His name is Yahoo fucking Sirius. <gasps> Let's remember, that, yeah. that was at a time when there weren't a lot of silly names out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, not your Kanye Wests mm-hmm. and your Ariana <laughs> Grandes. Yeah, none of them. Everybody had a normal Anglo name, and yeah. this guy comes along. I don't know what this was. And that, that The trailer voice guy, that guy only does the trailers for Disney home video stuff now. Ah. So it's surreal to hear him mm-hmm. introduce Yahoo Sirius. Uh, but what I'm guessing is that it was a huge hit in Australia. Mm-hmm. It and it was such a huge hit that everybody's like, the world is probably going to love this. And I don't think mm-hmm. they were wrong. It didn't do poorly, did it? I mean, he never had another major he American pushback. I, I mean, I think he did have a lot in He in made a movie Australia. where he played Australian legend Ned Kelly. Yeah. Who I believe Heath Ledger also really? brought to life. Like yes. a serious wow. version or like a comedy version? I think version? a farcical version. A Yahoo okay. serious version. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I want to die. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's uh, funny because he was a mass murderer. <laughs> and then he built a suit of armor and he had to a shootout with some dudes. I don't know anything about this character. Um, but, no, that's literally, it's, it's a historical character. He's, but, he's not a character, he's a person. Do you remember that episode of The Simpsons when Bart Prank yeah. calls Australia and Phil Hartman's like, it's all still upset over the brief infatuation yeah. America had with Australia. <laughs> Boarded culture. up movie theater with yeah, the, the Yahoo Serious Film Festival and <laughs> Paul Hogan shit. And, because it has to be weird, because like, I keep telling people all that all the time when they notice culturally insensitive stuff in the 40s, like, the world hadn't really seen Australians. Yeah. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like, we had, really? there's white people who speak our language in another part of the universe? <laughs> What do they look like? It's, this is so weird. It was such a novelty for a little bit, and, and, and within my lifetime, um, and, and, and Yahoo Serious was this movie. I think did well because I think yeah. it was critically well received, uh, but he instantly became a joke. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. he was instantly a joke after the movie, so there was like no chance of another movie, especially not one coming from Hollywood. Because yeah. he, do we know his background? Was he maybe a stand up? I don't. I'm t- I'm or... to look it up. I think he was grown in a vat and has yes. just expired as a clone after this oh, was made. That makes yeah. sense. Oh, man. No, at least, at least go. Paul Hogan got like three movies and a brief career as a Subaru pitchman. There were more than three movies. There just weren't. They weren't Crocodile Dundee movies. Right. But no, was, if you look uh, at his IMDb, there's like six films. In okay. I, I've seen 
the first two Crocodile Dundee movies, I'm assuming there's only two. No, there's three. There's three? There's Los three Angeles. in Los Angeles. Oh, I guess I never the saw the third Many one. Years later, no, but also Lightning Jack. Like, right? Lightning, Lightning Jack. Jack. There's, is it called Almost an Angel or Nearly? Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, there's another one. That's uh, the wave of angel movies of the uh, yeah. late 80s. Ugh. Nips, pretty bad. Uh, um, that'd be a good topic. We should talk about that. Well, his actual name is Greg Pete. Greg Peed? That's also pretty funny. Why didn't you just keep Greg Peed? <laughs> 61, which just means... Probably you got sick yeah. of growing up and like, Greg Peed. <laughs> no, I'm just saying his name. He should be called Greg Piz. <laughs> Uh, so while we're on the topic of international stars that didn't quite hit Holy, it big... Yahoo Sirius sued Yahoo. What? what? The search engine in 2000. Sirius? The case was thrown out because uh, Sirius could not prove that he sells products or services under the name Yahoo. And therefore could not prove Nobody has bought he suffered name. significant harm and confusion. Nobody has bought a product or service with Yahoo Sirius. I did just Google Yahoo, though. That was great. That was great. Uh, yeah, I don't see anything about his career. It just seems like he sprung up and it was on a television show and then made this movie. Yeah. But it's probably the same thing that happened. Every time America sees a movie, it has to have broken records, and it's a foreign movie. It has to have broken records in its own country, yeah. or we won't pay attention mm-hmm. to it. So my next one is going to be along those same lines. Chris is probably going to break your heart. This is a guy who I know had success elsewhere, but mm. not as not so much in America. Hmm. Okay, okay, wait, uh, uh, but not dolls, right? Not dolls. Oh man, <clears throat> no, not dolls. How about hide and seek? Great! I love hide and seek. Okay. Oh, sorry. I love Dead Fred. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love this guy, Rick Miles. Rick there's Miles a real, there's fantastic. a real overlap in my brain with the uh, young Einstein and Drop Dead Fred, and that mm. they both yeah. seem to be uh, annoying foreign people. Who, yeah, <laughs> it should be <laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never saw this movie. Still haven't. What? Yeah. It is. It's no. Really I know good. a ton of people love. I, just, I love. I love the young ones so fucking mm. much. It is. I tried to. Uh, Rick Mile died, passed away, what, about a year ago? Yeah. Something like that. I put up a YouTube video of all his Super Nintendo game commercials from England, and all hold up as really fucking funny. In a time when America was not getting funny commercials. Surprisingly, yes. We were getting extreme and attitude, stock footage of the Hindenburg crashing, followed by (laughs) Super Mario World. That was happening. (laughs) And and, and England has all these really funny Zelda and Tetris commercials that Rick Mile wrote and starred in. And they're really good if you don't want to watch the young ones. But this guy was... He was also really good in Black Adder when he guest starred on that. Yeah. That's, I think, my favorite thing he did. And I, yeah, I'm not really sure what happened to him. I know this movie didn't do well immediately, but yeah. like, through reruns on cable, like the whole world of, of people, with people of our age, mm-hmm. yeah. are pretty infatuated with Drop Dead Fred. Yeah. And because, oh, it's like the last time we saw Phoebe Cates, the most beautiful woman who's ever existed. Yeah, I don't know what happened to her. She married Kevin Klein, uh, became mm. his beard, and we haven't heard from her since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, I think she's semi retired, kids yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I, was, I've heard, I saw those interviews like, no, nah, I don't need this anymore. Yeah. Just going to raise my kids. I was just such a huge... I loved Drop Dead Fred as a kid. Yeah. And it was one of those movies like, why doesn't this guy get to do other things? And I, apparently he had a huge career in, in the England. UK. I never was aware it, of it. Well, I think he was extremely writer-driven. and He uh, did write Drop Dead Fred. And I don't know, I was just seeing Mindy Kaling talking about that, doing Inside Out stuff. Like, I people think I'm famous, but nobody offers me shit. Yeah. Like, if I don't write something for myself, I don't get to be in things. And I think that's kind of where Rick Mayo was. He wasn't yeah. cast in a lot of things, but he he wrote a ton. I have, I'm have i not that familiar with Bottom, but it's probably my favorite word mm. for, like, a comedy show. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's called Bottom. He did it with Adrian, what's his yeah, name? Vi- uh, Vivian! Vivian. Yeah, Adrian Edmondson. Mm-hmm. Aid Edmondson. Is, is he's married to uh, the absolutely fabulous lady? 
Probably. Because mm-hmm. she's in a bunch of young, early Young Ones episodes. Go find, uh, find the Young Ones. Uh, no, the other one. Joanna Lumley? No, the, that, the other one. Jennifer first. Saunders. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one the one. I, I know now. Uh, I had to hear all the other <laughs> options first. Uh, and, but yeah, Rick Mile is fucking great. The Young Ones is hard to watch, but if you think of it yeah. as like, it is the most <laughs> punk rock comedy I've ever seen, where they abandon yeah. punchlines to just destroy the set. It's one of those, I loved it when I was in high school, and then trying to watch it again as an adult, like, wow, they just scream all the time, and it's really My badly made. It. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 but it's like an intentionally shitty production. Yeah. yeah. Meant to be, everything's meant to be it's broken. It's one of those shows that it feels like it's funnier if you go watch it and then describe it to me. Uh, it's funnier than and if I watch it. Because then they I, cut I away to a gopher with a mohawk and then madness uh-huh. plays a song I can't stand yelling as comedy and that's all that show is <laughs> everyone just yells oh Diana you're being such a Neil mm. you're really bringing me <laughs> I down I am a Neil man. Like, a Neil I, I, my favorite one gag as a kid was uh, when they were like Neil was like being sad about how it was his birthday and nobody remembered and then like a hand just sort of reaches in and starts drawing on the image of him and, and I'm like no stop you've ruined it oh god get rid of it before elephant head comes in and sings a song oh no it's too late and then this guy with like an elephant mask just shows up and does like it, some weird lip syncing it is then, super yeah. surreal it's it, it has very awkward family guy style cutaways although with like mm. boom mics coming into the cutaway it's, it's, <laughs> everything is broken but it's fuck it's surreal it's fucking awesome and it's a very uncomfortable American hour as in like I think it's like 40 minutes so you like shouldn't this be over by now but they're still failing <laughs> one another <laughs> Uh, the, the show is insane. The young ones, fucking wow. great. There's only twelve episodes, and they all die at the end. Yes, <laughs> they'll never come back. And I think they died at the end of several episodes. They, but they, they were like definitely dead at the end. Yeah, that's true. At the end of the last episode, drive a bus off a cliff and then explode. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a comedy, right? Um, Special <laughs> Patrol Group is a stupid name for a hamster. <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're going on too much for the young <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah, is the yeah. shit. Uh, please go check out YouTube.com. So it's time network. It's a guest the game commercial with a bunch of Rick Miles stuff. It's fucking great. All right, let's head back to uh, America. All we're, right, back in America. <laughs> hey, the okay. most American of, of stars. We have a lot of British listeners, and I hope yeah. they got the most out of the Rick Miles stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. he's really big over there. Well, they're not going to enjoy Weird Al at all. Oh, fuck that. But no. this is my... Favorite failed comedic vehicle. I didn't. Amen. To me, yeah. I didn't know this failed. I rented this like every weekend. I yeah. love this film. A twinkie wiener sandwich. Your favorite. You see, Bob, you gotta look at the big picture. You gotta grab life by the lips and yank as hard as you can. <laughs> see anything on the one ads? Yeah. Nothing with the prestige. You're working at Burger World. <laughs> I love UHF. Oh, it, yeah. UHF is awesome. Mom, why doesn't he? Why didn't he just make like more sketch movies? Because it's yeah. basically yeah. a sketch movie with you know a framework around it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I mean it was basically what he was doing with with music, music but for TV. Yeah. Uh, it was like yeah. it was basically a, a series of TV parodies. Uh, I've got another clip of one of those parodies, but yeah, it just didn't catch on. Apparently, like I've listened to the commentary and he talks about mm-hmm. like how it. Tested like as high as RoboCop. No, well, they, was, the way they make it sound is, is completely unfair. Yeah. That like it came out, it, it'll come out this summer. You'll be fine. And then Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, last I, eventually, Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade and Batman. Yeah. Like Oof. completely overshadow this film, and like it, it, no one sees it until home video. And at that point, we weren't ready to like. Nobody was looking at home video success. It's yeah. just where you make more money on your movie. And I, I, I'm pretty sure the world mm. was introduced to it by here, HBO. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anybody who doesn't love UHF oh, at yeah. my age. It's a great film. I mean, it has sort of the young ones problem where it's like the mm-hmm. 
the stiltedness of some of the production and like his the, a little bit. his super random comedy is a little like it mm. gets a little tiresome after Dude, a while but fucking yeah, but I'll it does never move not... along faster. It does, Like, yeah. part of the problem with the young ones that bugs me is they do linger on something yeah. that's being weird for too long. But UHF is like, give it give it a minute, tops. Yeah. It will move on to something else. That's like, true. Wheel of Fish, that's a one... That's <laughs> that's a quick joke. It will move on to something else happening. Yeah, it'll move... Yeah. It'll scream right into Spatula World, which for some reason <laughs> makes me laugh so much. Spatula City! Spatula City! Nothing, nothing like, says, I love you, like a spatula. Which is one of the greatest <laughs> commercial parodies of all time, and it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so... So I, the, the one thing I, I posit about this movie, even if it was a hit, I don't know if it necessarily would have springboarded Weird Al into movie stardom because he is really not the star of this movie. Michael Richards is, yeah, yeah. and yeah. he like so many of the big moments or the funny moments in the movie are random commercials that he's not even a part of. I actually had a hard time finding funny Weird Al clips from this movie. He's funny. The parodies is in there. I love yeah. him shooting yeah. someone at point blank with an explosive Rambo arrow. Yeah, but him yelling <laughs> as, as Rambo doesn't quite work in audio <laughs> no, form, I think. No. This is the one thing I could find, which is a very timely parody. Or timeless. George Newman. He starts where the others stop. Sex with furniture. What do you think? The world watched in amazement as he unlocked the mysteries of Al Capone's <laughs> glove compartment. Uh-huh. Maps. He blew the lid off Satanism. Look, all I was trying to say... Oh, shut up, you pinhead! You make me sick! Lesbian Nazi hookers abducted by UFOs and forced into weight loss programs. All this week on Town Talk. And he gets it by a chair. Geraldo, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Well, no, I think it's, it's, it's a parody of Morton Downey Jr. Uh, that... that yeah, this movie's fucking and great. Geraldo and Er and like Geraldo people forget people forget that's what Oprah used to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before before it was like uh, like uh, a, before it a became, crisis center. Yeah, respectable. Yeah, where she just puts her legs on random people, her hands on random people's legs and looks them in the eye and talks to them. Mm-hmm. But it, it was it was very much something like this. Uh, there's that. Oh, look at that Oprah Ninja Turtle episode where the <laughs> anti Ninja Turtle league is on Oprah. It's fucking great. Wow, <laughs> shows you what she used to be. But I think this is ultimately for the best because we got. I, it might have sidelined his music career, which well, I think everyone he, loved until they were 14 years he old. He makes a joke about it, like it's it's like Purple Rain, but intentionally yeah. funny. Uh, <laughs> and that, but at, this is at a time when like musicians were getting the opportunity to make movies because they were just making money hand over fist in every yeah. other avenue. Um, and Weird Al seemed poised to do that, but nobody, no musician, had success yeah. in, this, in the f- field of film, really. Mm. Not in this era. What yeah. truth or dare? That was like that was no, gone. I think you're thinking, no, well, desperately seeking Susan is good. Oh, we, well, yeah. And mm. then they're all terrible to League of Their Own, and then they're all terrible again. <laughs> just, just Cindy Lauper and vibes. I'm just saying, what? if you think of, <laughs> think of like Purple Rain or what was it, Purple the Rain. other Prince movie that everybody uh, forgets which, about, Graffiti Bridge or Under the Cherry Moon. Those are any awful. of those shit, and, and then like uh, uh, Moonwalker. Moonwalker like yeah. had a struggle, struggle even being seen. Mm-hmm. So the, I, I don't know. It's this sucks for Weird Al because basically they said you're a funny guy, make a funny movie, and everybody's yeah. like, I don't want to see a movie with that guy who sings songs. And there's like no songs in the movie. Yeah, you know? Beverly Hillbillies is the only one I can think of oh, off the top of my head. Hillbillies. <laughs> Well, they don't get to drink from the fire hose. God, that scene that kid gets his ass blasted off the fucking horse. Yeah. And what's great is like none of that movie is feels wrong, even with mm-hmm. what happened with Michael Richards. Mm-hmm. Still, all great. It's oh, so I'm watching funny. Seinfeld now. You just have to forgive him. Just, yeah. just realize so that ev- whenever they end the scene, it's because he's about to scream the N word. <laughs> God, but he's so skinny and cocky, yeah. and just his limbs just fly everywhere. Yeah, and if you think he's he's playing he's so over the top funny. as Kramer, like, oh, you know, Stanley, Stanley, wow. Stanley Spadowski. Spadowski, sorry, yeah. 
He's got like huge buck teeth and is just like My mom! My mom! (laughs) You get to drink from the fire hose! God, drink from the fire hose. It's such yeah. a funny fucking gag. <laughs> Love you, UHF. I, I stopped buying a lot of physical media, but I did see that the UHF Blu-ray is beyond worth buying. It oh, is yeah. packed with a bunch of special features, cool. and I am definitely going to pick it up. I've been try- I've been looking at it. with an eye- I've been eyeing it for like an entire yeah. year, like when I get that extra $20 and can justify mm-hmm. this. I can't <laughs> believe that's where I'm at, but I'm going to get it soon. All right, so moving on, we're going to jump a couple years ahead. 1994, this guy had a cult... Jim Carrey the Mast. That's Stanley Ipkiss. That's who I said. Mm -hmm. He had a cult TV show and uh, tried to parlay that into movie uh, success, which was also cult status. 94. Are are we supposed to guess? Yeah, I'm going to play him. I I bet this clip has been on a recent episode. You! You! Old man! Got it. I am in desperate need of assistance. Well, well, well. What's on your mind, little girl? (laughs) I realize that you are most likely the product of lower-class inbreeding, but perhaps you could help me. Oh, gosh, I certainly hope so. (laughs) I have been wandering this dreary village in hopes of finding the Queen Catherine. You wouldn't have any idea where she might be docked, would you? Uh, You know what you are? You're you're one of those little uh, fancy lads, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh. David Letterman not even committing to a character mm. like that's I'm still, just gonna be me in a port town. I hated this movie so much when I saw it. For I, I had the poster. I loved it. I, I need, oh, yeah. This one I need to revisit. I, I think it. because I need, it's, it's another movie that they overlap in my head. This mm. and Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Mm. Well, yeah, they're they're both very they're both similar. Very like, strange. Uh, quixotic films that probably shouldn't have been made. I, at I the need budget to they were. revisit it now that I'm less of a prick because <laughs> my, one of my big con- uh, irritations was like this is not in any way reflective of any historical accuracy. <laughs> I cannot buy that a guy in modern times, uh, his father would look like Benjamin Franklin. Well, my, my buddy, like his, he majored in classical civilizations, and he wrote a paper on Cabin Boy about how it's, it's, <laughs> wow. it's kind of trying to tell a modern Greek myth. Uh, in the form yeah. of in, uh, yeah. in, in, in the movie, like who's, who's the director? Adam uh, Resnick. Adam Resnick. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to direct it. Tim Burton was. And when you watch the movie and think, oh, that makes all the sense in the universe. Tim Burton should have directed this. And he was like, I didn't really want to do it. It's just like, we didn't have a director. And I wrote it. And so I directed it. And everybody hated it. I'm sorry. Yeah. And they don't even, they both don't even seem to have like a lot of love for the film. But it's it's nice seeing that a lot of people do now. Yeah. I mean. Andy Richter in like his biggest role ever. Yeah. In 1994. The sidekick from Conan O'Brien mm-hmm. and the star of Get a Life in a movie together yes. could not have asked for something more oh, up my as alley. As a comedy nerd, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's fucking excellent. I would love to watch this again. It's been a long time. But I know there was certain parts I found boring, but I bet I would love it. Yeah, them like I tend to forget everything like once things go weird and he meets like a mermaid. Like I just forget <laughs> it. Anytime anytime the movie goes mystical, I'm like, what? I wanna just I wanna hear jokes and I wanna see David Letterman. And, yeah. Would you like to buy a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's still like the only I uh this and uh Beavis and Butthead's dad is the yeah. only yeah. only role David Letterman played where he wasn't himself. <laughs> this one he was pretty much He's just pretty himself, much himself yeah. selling monkeys in an Ireland shore. <laughs> the Cabin Boy, I think, man, well worth a watch. Please defend it in the comments, people. I haven't seen it recently enough to do it, but I I do feel like it deserves some defending. Needs love. Alright. I I'm guessing nobody's gonna step up to defend this next one. Jimmy. And uh this is proof that it's not just uh Male comedians that this uh, this affliction happened to. 
Here is uh, one of the most miscast movies of all time, I, I'm, I'm going to assume, because I haven't seen it. Don't worry, Martha. You'll be next. <gasps> She's drunk. When it comes to love at first sight, Martha Alston <laughs> is having second thoughts. Ellen DeGeneres. Bill Pullman. Wow. She's on pharmaceuticals. Oh, Martha on your wedding day. Mr. Wrong. I saw this in theaters. Wow. Big with with my girlfriend at the time. Mm. Wow. Um, Who's a big Ellen DeGeneres fan? Who is a lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> Who's dead? Mm. Um, <laughs> because she sold this movie? Probably. I, thought, <laughs> I knew we'd tie it back in. Um, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> now, uh, the word Kafka-esque sort of <laughs> applies to, to Mr. Wrong and that it's this story about like Ellen DeGeneres who's suddenly like this rich handsome guy mm -hmm. uh keeps lavishing all this attention on her but she wants nothing to do with him and can believe it like mm -hmm. she she finds herself like for, forced into a situation where she has to try to kill him and then uh, she's being really? the, the whole film oh. is being related like her she's telling her story to the police in Mexico where she's uh. fled and uh, then, I'm not getting any of that from that trailer. Yeah, well, the what poster the is just fuck? her in like a bridal gown, and yeah. she's kind of got like the her yeah, well, next to Bill Pullman. Mm -hmm. It's it's what basically like fuck? everyone thinks like this is the perfect relationship for her, but yet there's there's something just kind of creepy and odious about this guy that only she can see. So she's trying to, to flee from him, and then like she gets to the end of her story, and it's like, you see where I'm coming from, guys? Like, yeah, we see what you're talking about. You tried to kill your husband, who is amazing, and like, no! <laughs> that's how the movie ends? No, it, there's, that's just the climax. There's there's more. But, oh, okay. And we're all gonna I don't think right. she, now. But this is before yeah. she came out. This yeah. is before yeah. she yeah. came out. Yes. This what? is also when she had her TV show. Well, around the time These she had her friends of mine yeah. before it became Ellen. Uh -huh. And that show still, like, uh, man, is Ellen ever going to find the right guy? Yes. For the first Aww. two seasons, it's like... Mm. Best friend and is her Jeremy character Piven. came out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. This was not what I was expecting you to go to. I don't know if you have this, but <laughs> do you have She-Devil? Mm -mm. Dude, She-Devil The Roseanne one. movie with Meryl Streep. Oh, wow. I thought that was excellent. I, I've I heard love, it's good. I like but watching it. I, it I think got that's me. her only film. She I also... Think, was she in Death... Becomes her no, no? Meryl, Meryl Streep was. was oh but yeah. Rose Roseanne that is that is her one big film yeah uh, I, she devil think anything else uh, Ed Bagley yeah. Jr is oh yeah she I remember having like a wart she yes. has a huge mole she's super ugly uh, she gets a make her husband leaves her for Meryl Streep's character she's like a uh, who's the famous author who lives here uh, yeah. lady author uh, Diane Sabella Steele. Danielle Steele. Danielle Steele. Yeah. She's like a Danielle Steele type writer who steals Roseanne's husband. Mm -hmm. She's super ugly. She gets a makeover, blows up her house, like throws her kids out, uh, changes her identity to ruin her husband's life, who's now in this famous author's life, huh. uh, by becoming her assistant. It's pretty vicious movie, and Meryl Streep looks really hot on multiple occasions. I remember getting a little boy boner uh, watching <laughs> this with my mom. Hot. Yeah, well, I, I've never thought Sorry. it was a hot... But then I walked out of the movie theater the other day, and she's on this new movie poster. She's playing, like, a rock star or something. Oh, like, yeah. Jesus Christ, she looks great. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even fantastic. recognize her. And She-Devil absolutely counts, because uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of another, another movie she's in, and, like, I can only think of, like, cameos in uh, the last like, Freddy movie yeah. and the Rodney Dangerfield this, film. This must have been, like, early seasons of Roseanne. Yeah, it was... Right. Before Roseanne, she, yeah. Roseanne hit pretty big. Yeah. It, it became a big hit really fast, and so... Yeah, before it's, it's really before good. the fame started getting to her head, mm -hmm. and Tom Arnold came on the picture, and uh, she got a little nutty pants. But yeah, they're like, let's make her a movie star. Yeah. Everyone uh, loves her. Amazingly, Tom Arnold doesn't make this list. He's had too many 
time. Yeah. He's had too many chances. The stupid, yeah. uh, big bully, the big bully. How did he keep getting carpool. starring carpool. roles? Yeah. yeah, I heard him in an interview talk about like everybody. Hollywood hated him yeah. when James Cameron yeah. like, all right, you've auditioned well, you're going to be in True Lies, oh, and yeah. like mm-hmm. nobody, the studio did not want Tom Arnold in James <laughs> no. Cameron film, but he, Cameron was like, no, nah, I'm. This is what's happening. Yep. I like this character, and he's really fucking good in it. In his defense, like Tom yeah, Arnold's done I, funny things. I used to find I find him pretty irritating, but mm-hmm. I have to say that anytime he is being interviewed, oh yeah, drop everything and listen to it. He is yeah. so fucking candid. He doesn't Very care. Honest. He talks about that he was molested. He talks about the mutual abuse with Roseanne. He talks about drugs, Addicts, alcohol, um, every all kinds of fucked up shit. You know who I? He totally admits to anything he's done. You know who I? I pushed for this, but I think Dave uh, denied. I wanted. To see, did anybody see the movie Tammy? Uh, yeah. I've got a clip from Do it. Do you have a clip of Tammy? Yeah. I mean, this is still... This movie came out... That movie came out in 2014, so it's still in the weird area where I don't... I, I, I kind of think that uh, Melissa McCarthy has already proven herself. She's had, like... Mm-hmm. She had two roles where... I mean, Tammy was her only, like, I am the top build star... I I'm not co-starring with like Sandra Bullock or uh, you guys Jason are, Bateman. When I, I said this in front of you and Hank, and you guys are so sensitive, like that fucking anti-Ghostbusters horse shit. Like I'm not like Melissa McCarthy is fucking funny. I saw the movie because I think she's funny, mm-hmm. but she also wrote it and directed it, and yeah. it's terrible. It's it, it shows no knowledge that she's ever seen a movie before because half these jokes have been in like a billion other movies. It's a terrible film, yeah. and then like well, mm-hmm. she's been in ensemble films where she's great, yeah. and then I was sort of like, wait a minute. Is she good in anything without Paul Fig? Is there anything she's done without that guy? I don't know. I haven't seen Spy, which I was very shocked to find out has Jason Statham in it. Bridesmaids, Spy, The Heat, Ghostbusters, Paul Fig. They they haven't needs a man is all I'm saying. Anything to promote the? They're selling it on Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. They're not selling it on Jason Statham. Yeah. So apparently she's doing well. Yeah. Well, well I haven't. I haven't seen Mike. Did I say I'd, that on Mike or off? I was trapped at a beach house for Fourth of July, and we got two channels. And right. on one channel was Mike and Molly, and on another channel was the vi- the video ga- the the TV game show version of Monopoly, holding by hosted by the guy who plays Mike. So for four wow. hours, it was like the only TV we had was a weather pattern and that guy. <laughs> that, that, that was it. All right, I do have a clip of uh, of Tammy, and uh, this I, maybe it kind of proves your point. This is a scene that she did with her husband. Mm-hmm. Oh, he Tammy, wrote it with her. Yeah, I'm terminating your employment at Topper Jacks, and I need your badge. What badge? You mean my name tag? Yes, exactly. I need your badge. I need your my, badge. It's not back. a badge. It's a name tag, and you made me buy it with my own money. That's company policy. I need it back. Well, I need you to stop sweating through your shirts and grossing everybody out. It is hot, and when it's hot, people sweat. That's how like it is. That. Tammy, you have already been fired. I have already <laughs> terminated your employment. You are at least 40 seconds fired, so please exit the Topper Jacks. The the film is just like it's it's not that it, like it's not funny. It's mm-hmm. just like it's on every technical level a bad film. Like scenes of really bad improv that goes mm-hmm. on too long mm-hmm. uh, scenes of rehashed jokes and mostly like they really don't want to commit to her like in one scene she is a ter- like a cartoon character and terrible yeah she's and, like really mean to her mom in the movie and then in the next scene like she's a heart of gold and yeah. like she has all, all the best intentions in the universe and then like it just keeps bouncing back and forth hmm. and it just it is just bad on every level she so. like robs a fast food place but yeah. doesn't get in trouble for it yeah like it, it's, it's, it's a very it's a very incoherent it film reminds me of another one off comedy which I'm have? sure you might have lined up going chronologically I don't know uh, is that what you've been doing yeah oh okay um, so this is the start of 
SNL cast members. Well, we will have to find out about that yeah. when we get back from the break. Failed comedic vehicles. Thank you for listening to Laser Time. Ha! <laughs> uh, hey, wait, hold on. Don't skip this. I want to talk for a second. Fantastic Four. Who saw it this weekend? Because I did, and I was not pleased as a giant Fantastic Four fan. Obviously, we'll be talking about that a little on Cape Crisis, but we also—I shouldn't even promise it. We have a video. Instead of reviewing the Fantastic Four, Hank, Dave, and I went to Denny's and reviewed the Slamtastic Four. And you should be able to find that on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/LaserTimeNetwork, where we also started the shit show. Uh, the worst games ever stream that we'll do once a week. We started with Red, uh, Ride to Hell Retribution. That'll be on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash network, as well as a Nintendo stream, uh, weekly Nintendo stream, which is now on Thursday. Shit shows on Wednesday. And the new release, uh, whatever stuff, is on uh, Tuesday. So, But 3 o'clock at all those times. 3 o'clock Pacific time, we'll be doing all that stuff over there. Oh, man, I can't wait to talk about Fantastic Four and Cape Crisis. Speaking of movies, I have something exciting to say that, that uh, concerns both Patreon people and non-Patreon people. Um, you probably know by now, if you listen to this stuff, if you donate as low as $5 a month to patreon.com slash laser time, that helps us eat, keep equipment going. We do a weekly feature called Monday Night Movie. It's like a video game stream, but we watch a movie live with you. This week, it was voted on by the Patreon people. We'll be doing Pee-wee's Big Adventure, uh, which I can't... <laughs> Which I'm so excited for. Dave just ranked all Pee-wee's friends in an article on LazerTimePodcast.com. But more importantly, I noticed that August had five Mondays in it. Meaning we have five August movies. I figured, why not offer one of those up for free? Well, Fantastic Four is out. Pee-wee's Big Adventure is out. And from what's left, we have uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, Happy 20th Anniversary, uh, and Star Wars Episode Two. Attack of the Clones, because we'll be doing one Star Wars movie every month uh, leading up to the release of uh, Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Uh, so we wanted to, I put an article up there with the schedule, and I wanted to see what people, patrons or non-patrons, uh, would like us to stream free of charge, no Patreon membership required. I want to stream one of those movies to everyone, as many people as possible, based solely on my experience with Episode 1, which I think is one of the worst movies ever made, but I had so much fun watching it with... Uh, like I'd say maybe a hundred people are watching all the hundred of us are all watching this together making fun of it giggling I never stopped smiling my face hurt the next day from uh, giggling so much I want to sh- I want to share that experience with people obviously it's to help get people enticed uh, over to our patreon patreon.com slash laser time where you also get a bonus show every week oh my god there's a really great bonus episode uh, coming up very soon you guys I guarantee you will love it I don't want to say what it is just yet because I'm not sure when it's going up and you'll also get the first season of talking Simpsons. Talking Simpsons is the show where Bob Mackie, me, Hank, and special guests talk about every episode of The Simpsons in order, and it's been so much fun for Simpsons nerds like us. I ask anybody who's listened, I'm sure it's the one thing that's gotten the most glowing uh, praise. So, you know what? How about that's done? Let's jump out of this failed comedic vehicle and into more failed comedic vehicles. All right, all right.
Anyway, it's a time. Second segment. All aboard. Let's go. We are back. I'm back from Hollywood. My career did not work out so well. I had one movie. Critics didn't like it. The, the audiences love it. Thank you for but, joining us in the Catskills. Yeah. Um, they don't exist still, do they? The Catskills? The literal mountains? Well, the mountains are still there, but no, but white people don't go there uh, to see Borscht Belt comedians anymore. Mm. No, that's that ended in like the 80s, I think. Uh, died by the 70s, I think. Yeah. That's just one yeah. of those things I like Air seeing. conditioning. Yeah. Air, air conditioning. conditioning killed it. Air conditioning and cheaper travel. Yeah. <laughs> But we're around the start of the new millennium now, and uh, Michael, you brought up uh, a, a star who who blazed very brightly and then faded and supernova it, within mm-hmm. the very very small confines of like around uh, ninety nine two thousand. Tom Green. Yes. Uh, had, oh, we talked about him recently on Vanity Project. Yeah, he did have another starring vehicle. He did. Yes. Oh, Stealing Harvard. Yep. Directed by Bruce McCullough. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and also starring Jason Lee. And as a stupid comedy nerd, I'm like, this movie cannot fail. Yeah. And it did. I got a clip of it. Ooh, let me hear it. Studios and Imagine Entertainment present... On the branch, Ricky! A comedy. I know how you can get some money. Criminals have lots of money. About doing the wrong things. I have a client. Guy's loaded. We go over there, we slip through the window, and we grab the money. Nope. You turn this corner, and your whole moral code goes out the window. No way. For all the... Tom Green falls like five times in the span of twelve <laughs> seconds. There, nice. I killed a lot of careers that movie. Yeah. Uh, I was a, not Jason Lee's though. He's a kind he's of. Dave Seville. Well, he was. He <laughs> he's is, Earl. He was. He was Earl. But to me, like him and Mallrats, he was kind of like the at the time yeah. he was the funniest character I'd ever seen. And then watching him make the choices that he did was so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it was so depressing because I loved him so much. Uh, I haven't seen much of My Name is Earl. Maybe that's great. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was pretty good, yeah. I went and saw the movie I Kissing a Fool in the theaters, which is uh, is failed vehicle for other reasons. It's a probably a terrible film, yeah. but it's produced by David Swimmer, and there's a role perfect for David Swimmer that Jason Lee plays, but you can tell David Swimmer doesn't want to play <laughs> to his type, so he plays oh, an arrogant asshole, play. and it's totally unbelievable. <laughs> You're not... You, um, yeah, I'm just a sourpuss <laughs> womanizer. That's what I do. And Jason Lee's the good guy. Like, no, this should have been reversed. Jason Lee's the bad guy, and you're the... <laughs> God. It, oh. yeah, I've just never seen a movie where I'm like, this was so easy to fix the whole time. Oh, they never did uh, Fletch, right? No. Yeah. Yes, he was supposed to be Fletch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember reading about that on the View Askew message boards oh. for Jeez. years. I used to go to that website all the time, yeah. yes. I, but the, Entertainment Weekly did a really good article uh, following up what happened to Fletch, mm. including wonderfully Kevin Smith, who doesn't know how to shut the fuck up at all. Oh, no. Like We talked about doing it, and then I talked to Chevy Chase about it, and yeah, you won't believe what a dick he was about being offered a part in Fletch, um, a movie you can't star in anymore, Chevy. Sorry, the world does not like you, and he doesn't mm. seem to understand that in the slightest, even when he approaches his 60s, that he can't, <laughs> he can't be a young man in a movie, and we're being assholes to him by offering a part in it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I have one uh, just to, to mm-hmm. throw us backwards in time a little bit. I have one that's mm-hmm. another movie that came up on a recent uh, mm-hmm. Laser Time episode, mm-hmm. Heartbeeps. Heartbeeps. Oh, man. Yeah. Man, yeah. I yeah. About that who, who started in that? Though? Andy Kaufman. Was it because of the cat skills being brought up that reminded no. you of that? Because there's a robot in there named Catskill. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> no uh, kidding. Man. No, but yeah. No, I, was... <laughs> I just, well, I wanted to double check it, so I just have to read you this from uh, IMDb. Mm-hmm. Andy Kaufman is actor. You get, you know, Taxi, you got Saturday Night Live, um, and then you got Heartbeeps and uh, a small, I don't know how big a part in a movie called In God We Trust, and the S huh? is a dollar sign. It's directed mm-hmm. by Marty Feldman. You might remember is Igor from Young yes. Frankenstein. Wow. And uh, Andy Kaufman's character name is Armageddon T. Thunderbird. Wow. Of course. <laughs> so I need to see this movie. That's but, even better than Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> fucking heartbeeps. Well, uh, Andy Kaufman it's also awful. had the uh, starring role in My di- my Dinner with Freddie Blassie. My, my Tuesday, yeah, Breakfast <laughs> yeah, with Blassie. Breakfast, yeah. Breakfast with Blassie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we tried to watch recently. Uh, Man, that's a tough one. I, to... just, I think that was on Comedy Central sometimes. Yeah. Like, alongside the, the... I love that special. The, the wrestling special where... cannot recommend that to everyone enough. But it's... then they would play that movie and it's like, this is boring. This, this is... This is Andy Kaufman trolling us. Yes. He's making us watch... Well, a, like, watch him have a... A very boring dinner with a wrestling yeah. manager. But that's that's isn't that brilliant? Because like yeah. we don't all watch Andy Kaufman's products, but we all talk about him and yeah. know him as if he's legend. It must also be great to to reach that point in your career when you can just do like any boring shit and people are like, "Oh, he's trolling us. This is genius." <laughs> I think. Well, we do see a little bit of that in in a much more constructive way in Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Will mm-hmm. Ferrell is like he's not at a point where like he needs praise from somebody like me, but like I do love that guy's zest to fuck with people. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm let's make a, a lifetime movie. Let's make an all Spanish speaking yeah. movie. I'm going to yeah. do old Milwaukee commercials but pull them off of YouTube because you must be in Milwaukee and watch them on television. <laughs> and I will I will receive no money. He received no money to make wow. old Milwaukee oh, beer commercials. Wow. No, the Lifetime movie thing is just so much I cannot, fun. But the, there's the, also... The, people's the, reaction to being like, oh my god, this is so funny. <laughs> and people are like, wait, this is just a Lifetime movie. Yeah, and it looks like he's like really acting, too. Yep. <laughs> very, very acting. Uh, and, but uh, Andy Kaufman, it's a good parallel mm-hmm. with Tom Green, because I fluctuate all the time at how I feel about Tom Green. He's made me laugh so much. Oh, yeah, but he's that mean- cornballs, he suck. It never comes down to that. He's, he's just so fucking weird and Canadian. And I'm saying that as in, like, that's one of his descriptors. He's mm. very much Canadian. Yeah. Uh, very nice and earnest person when okay. you hear him in interviews. I've got a, I've got a number of uh, segues I can make here. There's Ooh. the Canadian angle. There's the Bruce McCullough. Mm. He has a he has a cat, fellow cast member who had his own uh, comedic vehicle. Uh, dude. I did dude. not even know about this movie dude. until, like, t- two or three weeks ago when you showed it. It's it's one of those movies where the entire thing's on YouTube. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. Yeah, but it's it's in my opinion, it is one of the funniest movies ever made. Period. Yeah. It is a Hitchcock parody written by uh, Dave Foley and Dave Higgins. David Higgins. He was uh, oh, from Higgins Boys and Gruber. Is that yeah? I guess. Yeah. Wait. Uh, he yeah, he was he played the the uh, uh, the guy obsessed with Lois on mm-hmm. Malcolm in the Middle who worked with her at the pharmacy. Fat dude. He is fucking hysterical in the film. It oh, is yeah. an Alfred Hitchcock parody. It's called The Wrong Guy. Uh, it's about a guy who believes he's been wrongly accused of murder and it goes on the run. Uh, although it turns out no one is chasing him ever. <laughs> and But because he's running, he keeps getting in contact with the actual murderer who is actually being chased the entire time. It's a wonderful little Hitchcock parody. Yeah. Uh, the, it didn't even come out in America for years. Oh, uh, it, this is We're talking like... It, it, DVD had to be in existence for like five years before any of us had the luxury okay. of seeing it. it, mm. it it's listed get, as 1997, but I'm guessing like people didn't yeah, see it, it, here. It, it, didn't see like it the second Kids in the Hall ended, he shot it. And, okay. it, and it, it aired over there. Okay. And no one ever saw it. Uh, the, the scene where he finds the body is just pure fucking <laughs> brilliance. Would you like so, to hear it? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Get this one, Sam. <laughs> Ha ha ha!
he's holding a knife. Yeah. <laughs> I cut that down. That was one third of wow. the amount of screams. And there was actually no had. actual violence going yeah. on. This, that was just it was, reacting. It, it was him, like, the most awkward way you could react stumbling upon a murder. Yeah. He gets every part of himself bloody. He takes the knife out, tries to put the knife back in. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. He realizes what he's doing and tries to put it back in. It's like, at once, uh. it's, it's like, it's relatable and human. And it's like, that's the worst thing you could possibly yeah. try to do. <laughs> this is the funniest. I, I guarantee this is the funniest movie you've never seen. I, yeah. I it mean, is, like. So good. Yeah. You showed it to us, and like, it was late at night, so I'm like, Ugh, gotta go home. Next morning, I'm like, I gotta watch this movie. Did you watch it? I did. It's, totally. it's so great. It's like, really good. Uh, there's the, it, thank you, because Dave, it's been like that movie where, like, it's got the lines I say to my friends over and over yeah. again, but none of my friends know the yeah. lines, and I say them to myself, <laughs> and just, I notice little things about the movie every time I watch it. My favorite being, he's tuned into the radio station, and just, it's jazz music, and the, the DJ goes, um, that was uh, jazz. Uh, I, uh, the real regular guy isn't here. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't know what that was. <laughs> it makes me think of Rick and Morty with uh, human music. <laughs> doop, doop, doop. And uh, coming up next, uh, uh, more jazz. Um, <laughs> it was every little piece of that movie is fucking brilliant. And that the, the whole time the cop chasing him, all he wants to do is eat at restaurants. And, like, <laughs> Oh yeah, like ex- <laughs> like expensing for like let's go to New York City and uh, take in a Broadway show that'll help us yes. find out. Until <laughs> yes. so eventually, like oh, I'd love to go to that theme park. You think you can get one of those rascal scooters? And the end of the movie is a chase with the police, and he's just yeah. holding cotton candy and riding around. <laughs> it, a disinterested cop. It's so good. All right, I feel like I have to get actual like hilarious dialogue in there. Mm-hmm. This is the the very beginning is so great. I mean, I love the whole yes. movie, but the the beginning where he's like. Kind you of should label it. them favorite and not favorite. Very good. Yeah. Foley is so good. Now, uh, can we move on? How is this possible? How, 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 how? I mean, I have done get the job. everything yeah. in my power to suck up to you to get this promotion. My God, man, I am engaged to your daughter. Yes, but uh, Daly here is engaged to my favorite daughter. Daphne. <laughs> what kind of a man has a favorite daughter? Now, uh, moving on. And uh, if you do have a favorite, then you should label them favorite <laughs> and not favorite. Hibbert, so- Listen. Ken Daly is the new president. <laughs> you, you didn't really think you were going to get it now, did you? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. You gave me very strong reason to think that I would. In fact, you used the words, between you and me, Nelson, you are going to be the next president of this company. <laughs> uh, so great. <laughs> it's just a tremendous performance from Dave Foley, who doesn't get to... I don't know. It doesn't get the shine as bright as yeah. I think he should anymore. Yeah. He, his WTF was one of the saddest things ever, oh, if you heard man. that, where uh, he's had a couple of bad ex-wives and mm-hmm. owes so much alimony, he, can't, he may not be legally allowed to enter Canada anymore. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, I'm doing stand-up, yeah. and he says to Mar- I, Mark Maron, I am sorry, I'm not good at stand-up, but I need money. And the amount of alimony I, I owe is based off of what I made at News Radio, yeah. which I will never make again. Oh. And I have to do, <laughs> I have to do these, this work. At this yeah. thing I don't like, and I'm yeah. I'm disrespecting this art form. Well, he's he's kind of become like uh, I I automatically think more of a comic if I ever see them employ David Foley for stuff yeah. like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like Mark Maron had had him on like the yes. first episode of Maron. Yes, and it's just all about like 
He's <laughs> like Dave Foley will literally do anything because yeah. he's got nothing going yeah. on. He's got, and it sucks. This movie is so good. He's he in the best UA Bowl movie. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> uh huh. Doing full frontal, yes. yes, and postal. Mm-hmm. Very postal? sad. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's postal. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. Dave Foley, uh, I love you. Yeah. I love you. Yep. So on the complete opposite end of the spectrum is Carrot Top. <laughs> Clip. That yeah, you know what I was gonna actually like I I captured a part of the trailer and I realized like I don't want to talk about Carrot Top that much, but I do want to play this, that clip. I will. The, Tallahassee. I grew up in a town. It yeah. had at least six movie theaters, mm-hmm. and then it had its second run theater, Movies Eight, where you could go see a movie for fifty cents, uh, yeah. where like second, third run films would come. Mm-hmm. Carrot Top's movie had its premiere Jeez. at the fifty cent <laughs> th- movie theater, bypassing all of the other theaters. Wow. Chairman of the board, yeah. Uh, please tell me about Here, that. Yeah, here's a clip oh. that does not feature Carrot Top at all. Thank God. Nothing but making out. All right. It's like nine and a half weeks, but Carrot Top. <laughs> Tony Thorne Smith, co-star, of chairman of the board. Called nine and a half seconds. <laughs> Like he's premature ejaculated. <laughs> you know, you know what happened? <laughs> One of the greatest moments in You know what happened? He said nine and a half seconds. But uh, what's the movie going to be called? Well, really? I know what it's going to be called. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> if it's got carrot top in it, you know what a good name for it would be? What's that, Norm? Box office poison. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's saying this right next to this to the co-star of. Uh, Chairman of the board, which is uh, I didn't capture that joke. But well, there's also that's the, her yeah. bad choice. Yeah. To make. Courtney hey. Thorne Smith. It is. Uh, but, hey, you gotta eat. Yeah. I, I, yes, he keeps. He's like, dude, I'm in the movie, <laughs> and every, the, oh, it's, yeah, it's but just, no one blames her. Yeah. No one is not gonna go see it <laughs> oh. because Courtney Thorne Smith. And then there's a joke later on that I didn't capture where he's like, it's called Chairman of the Board, and then Norm's <laughs> like, like, make fun of it, that. Dude. Is it spelled B O R E D? It's spelled B O R E D. It, that, it's, yes, it's almost no, like Norm perfectly threading that like lame joke, but also really cutting satire needed because sometimes he goes too lame. But this is like that. that he was on fire. That response that. is like seriously in the top three things I've ever heard anybody yeah. say in this talk show. I'm so glad I was watching that when it happened. Vox Affis poison. Uh, and then uh, 17 years later, he'd be crying in front of David Letterman. Oh, but. That yep. very same year, he had his own failed comedic vehicle. Oh, yeah. Trunk's fine. As you can see, friend, it's not small. It's a big trunk. I'll show you this right This is here. on TV. All right. Oh, you got a dead hooker in the trunk. What? No. It can't be. Yes, it was. It was a dead hooker. It wasn't a dead hooker. Hell, I know a dead hooker when I see one. <laughs> hey, folks. Come on hey, down. Hey, here's another we dead hooker in this that... trunk. <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness. What are you doing? I've never seen so many dead hookers in all my life. <laughs> it's dirty work. It's one of my favorite lines from the movie is Norm yeah. MacDonald. Okay, settle down, prostitutes. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, he starts a job. His job is to ruin other people's businesses on behalf got, of their yeah. competition. Uh, doing the dirtiest work of all. But to me, as far as... All these SNL people who got movies yeah. during the late 90s, this might be the best film. It's pretty good. It's really funny. This was also, let him have the, the apex of uh, all his anal rape humor. Yeah. yeah. And that there's a scene where he gets raped in prison. Yeah. <laughs> but they never say rape. It's just like, yeah. you guys, that wasn't nice. Yeah. You know what the, the worst part was? Well, aside from all the other parts, but the lack <laughs> of respect. <laughs> I think, I, I still haven't seen this, but I, I loved, because it is directed by Bob Saget. Yeah. Yeah. 
He um, has a small cameo in the film, I, right? I loved, I want to say it was The Daily Show that Saget was promoting it on, and his attitude was so defeated. Yeah. He was, <laughs> but he was hilarious. Like, he ended the interview with, like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, you know, directing oh. this movie. I really, I should just sit down on a stove, just bare-assed on a stove, just <laughs> so I can feel something. <laughs> I think, anyway, it comes out on Friday. I think <laughs> it probably got the normal amount of studio tampering. Yeah, but I'm it sure also it had uh, an unfair thing happen to well, Chris Farley's death. Yeah. This, I think uh-huh. this is technically his the last film Chris Farley has seen in, uh, and it was delayed due to some of those reasons. This scenes yeah. are the fucking. We're gonna have a fight, Rolling Stone Street fighting <laughs> man, and his pina colada. Yeah. And that my favorite scene is just him going up to Artie Lang on the top yeah. of the building, like oh, we really got to think about how we get in this long beautiful scene like Jesus are you pissing in the whole conversation he's been pissing off the roof you have a brief uh, bit of uh, Chris Farley in this clip there's Mitch Hooker bit his nose off and there's the Saigon whore that bit my nose off <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten about that <laughs> I, Norm's pen, Norm's penchant for yeah. the word whore and prostitute yeah. and all, everything he does I don't think of it as a uh, uh, misogynistic when yeah. you say it. he just thinks those old words are funny and they are when they're coming out of the, the dialogue that he yeah. writes I wonder if this all like if this movie also was the failed comedic vehicle for Artie Lang because well he had another one he had he had beer baseball beer ba- yeah beer, beer league, league yeah beer league or something like that mm-hmm. it was right around mm-hmm. the time of the the other the broken lizard beer movie it was yeah. a beer fest yeah. so it was very yeah. confusing they had similar similar posters if I'm not mistaken such a disappointing follow up to Super Troopers holy shit I love beer fest really Club Dread is the disappointing no, follow up to Super Dread Troopers was the, second, was the, the next one and I haven't seen Slam and Salmon and yeah. nor will I because I hear I shouldn't so now we're in the thick of the SNL era oh, of uh, like Sandler's <laughs> buddies getting movies most of them have the name of the character in the movie always and in, in, in fact David oh. Spade had two fa- failed comedic mm-hmm. vehicles, and both had the name of his character in the movie. Failed, buddy. One of them's getting a direct to crackle sequel. Yep. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's a the success. Right, but yeah, uh, what Joe Dirt? Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, was it is failed it child, child star? star. Yeah. Dickie yeah. Roberts. Dickie oh, Roberts. Right, yeah. Oh, how did I forget that he has the same initials as me? <laughs> how could you forget that, Dave? Yeah. But uh, you know, for as much. Uh, crap as Joe Dirt takes. I Mm -hmm. love this one scene. So you're gonna tell me that you don't have no black cats, no Roman candles, or screaming memes? No. Oh, come on, man. You don't got no lady fingers, buzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodads, crap flappers? (laughs) No, I don't. You're gonna stand there, owning a fireworks stand, and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes, no spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, husker do's, husker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? <laughs> no, Dave, I do love this movie. I, yeah. I, I, whenever I do my Christopher Walken impression, mm-hmm. it's lines he does in this film. Ah. You talk to my guy all wrong. It's all from Joe Dirtz. The, I love the way I love the Dennis Miller dialogue. I think it's one of the funnier performances he's ever had in a film. You're saying there you're aren't so that many, though. Gen- genetically entrenched with white trash DNA that that's what your <laughs> facial hair does automatically. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm telling. I did want to say Norm was Norm. Norm Macdonald has a great role in the People versus Larry Flint, huh. where he's just yeah. a straightforward actor. And I thought, like, dude, he's kind of doing a great job. Larry Flint, here are your whores. <laughs> 
<laughs> he played no, he plays a fucking journalist. Oh wow. Yeah, I have no idea how he got cast wow. in that film, but it like next time. I can't you might imagine watch him it. asking serious questions like a journalist. Yeah. I imagine mm-hmm. him asking questions like Burt Reynolds. No, it, it's you're gonna fight this pornography charge? You're, you're doing a Bugs Bunny now. Yeah, you can't, can't play that on Norm or Burt Reynolds. <laughs> but Michael, as a recent purchaser of fireworks, uh-huh. are you allowed to legally admit that? The I think th- I saw the names on those were basically as stupid as the ones he's yeah. naming off. <laughs> Dancing Sombrero. Uh... That was good. Outbox. I don't know why the Outbox. fuck that was called. Oh, that's, that was that's, one that's, of the that's good ones. Neon Galaxy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, combustion Chamber. Oh, nice. Mortar Fire. Yeah, yeah. The th- thing is, and like, they the- were all the same thing. Yeah, they were all exactly the same. <laughs> they all shoot the the fire about the yay high yeah. for about twenty five seconds. In yep. Florida, we have a distinction. Uh, there are class A, B, and C fireworks, and all the stuff that doesn't leave the air is perfectly legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that fires up in the air with report, got to watch out for that with report. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like you're describing any yeah. uh, who's do's or who's or don'ts. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny. Uh, Joe, why do people hate David Spade now? Because uh, he us, seems die. like a smarmy bastard. I think yeah. it, it, if I, but be, I also he's made me laugh I, a lot. I can live with someone being sort of smarmy, but there's also he seems very, also very superior, and I've just never found him very funny. Yeah. I think it's because I could forgive if I found him funny, but I don't. I think his performance in films constantly gives the appearance that he's not trying. Yeah. yeah. All the time. That he's not yeah. trying very hard. I think people mm-hmm. you know, people also hold his like his Farley stuff. And I guess in that way, I mean, he was always second fiddle. But yeah. he did all those movies with Chris Farley. Well, two, actually. but mm-hmm. they're both... Well, three if you count Coneheads. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was okay in PCU. I oh, love yeah. him in PCU. Yeah. But I, yeah, it took a while. Like This was 2001, way mm-hmm. after he was done with SNL. His star was already faded at this point. And I think mm-hmm. this movie only happened because it was one of those, like, uh, I don't Adam Sandler at Jason. It's a Happy Madison yeah. production, mm-hmm. which we're only going to get more of. That like now, yep. now that he doesn't have to depend on a big motion picture studio, we're mm-hmm. only going to get more Sa- Sandler joints. And I only yeah, think that's but, sad because I saw a recent one and it was fucking terrible. I can't yeah, remember we, what it was. It, it seems like though it is kind of. I think that the Sandler joints might actually be improving because mm. they're they're concentrating everyone into one movie, like Grown yeah. Ups. Instead of having us, we've got some David Spade movies over here. We got some Rob Schneider movies mm-hmm. over here. Rob Schneider is not carrying movies anymore, and yeah. this is a step forward for humanity. Sure. And then they well, they made that they is all Paul made... Blart a Happy Man or yes. something. Okay, uh, uh, oh, of course it is. Uh, but course. it also I think Hotel Transylvania is, really? which I haven't huh? seen, but is hmm. directed by Jen Tartarovsky, the Samurai Jack Tartakovsky. Yeah, he like if you and I've heard it's all right. If you want to make crappy easy movies with your friends at least bring in big talent like that mm-hmm. uh, to shepherd it that's yep. a good idea and I just saw the trailer for the sequel coming out I won't yeah. see yeah. that either I imagine well I think the the whole Happy Madison production thing like I remember I can't remember who it was it might have been Rob Schneider or somebody but mm-hmm. like it was around the time when he he did um, what's the name of the the male prostitute movie oh Deuce Bigelow yeah, yeah male gigolo. gigolo and he's like we're, we're also talking about like something or other boo keeper a narcoleptic zookeeper <laughs> and like the gag is he like he keeps falling asleep uh, when he's showing mm-hmm. animals dangerous animals to kids like yes that sounds like something you think would carry a 90 minute film yeah <laughs> uh, well there's a ton of hate towards him now because there's those Sony leaked emails were hilarious yeah, oh, yeah. because they were uh because I've you know I've worked in a mega corporation and I, juxtaposing that with what people are saying about you in a message board it's like everybody here is trying really hard to make the best thing they can and you see these leaked Sony emails and like 
It's a bunch of people writing referendums like, we can't keep doing this Adam Sandler shit. Not only does he have too good a deal and gets yeah. too much money, these reflect very poorly on us. And we don't like making them anymore yep. either. Uh, and he has way too good a deal. They don't make that much money. This is not worth it. And then there was another article that was sort of outlining that Sandler bases the productions on where he and his friends could go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, well, and everybody knew that. Which yeah. is openly... But he finally admitted it. Open secrets, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I... Seems fun. <laughs> I'm not seeing his movies anyway, so I guess uh, I wanted a movie set where I. I, I don't understand what yeah. you're expecting. Mm. Like, it wouldn't have made a better movie had they said it in South Central Los uh-huh. Angeles. I have to guess that the that email was crafted after the creation of this movie, which mm. uh, I, I can't. I can't claim to know the entire Happy Madison oeuvre. Uh, I don't know how, if I know right, I'm pretty knowledgeable oeuvre. about it. I swear. Uh, but this, I think, is the na- the nadir of it. I'm the son of two movie stars. That's like oh. a super, duper movie star. Hey, how are you? I'm oh, so kitty porn, man. Oh, I'm allergic to cat. Self-service, pal. No, I don't want to buy a movie. I, I want to be in one. From Columbia Pictures. Miles, Miles Deep. Pleasure to meet you. I'm a director. His parents were famous. Maybe a nostalgic market. Do you want to shoot something tonight? Yeah. Johnson. And Happy Madison. We're making a movie! All right, Bucky, drop your pants. Let's see how you look. That's it. It's average. This fall. I uploaded it to the net. It's got a million hits in three days. Guys aren't threatened, and the girls think they've got a prize. It's Bucky Larson. I'm sorry, that one on... I just want to hear more of that Bloodhound Gang song. It's been a while. And I don't know if this is a common thing with trailers, but mm-hmm. the the soundtrack drops out of that trailer. Mm-hmm. I cut that. That's like a third of the trailer. Mm-hmm. In a three-minute trailer, it happens at least seven times. Like, yeah, so when the real big line comes yeah. out. Yeah. I'm going to be a movie star. Uh, Bucky, so he's oh. like the Bucky. son of two former porn stars, yeah. but is cursed with a little dick in a weird... Yeah. Midwestern mm-hmm. accent. And uh, the joke is, I actually saw this movie. The joke is that wow. anytime somebody gets naked in this scene, he just automatically ejaculates right away. And Gross. the jizz shoots the jizz shoots everywhere. So like that's another joke. Like, every really? time it yeah, every time it happens like, where'd the jizz go? <laughs> what? Was this Nick Swardson? Yeah, Nick, Nick Swardson. Yeah. Does this basically destroy his career? Yeah. No, I don't like that's the weird thing. Like help. Happy Madison has been all these guys are on the dole at yeah. Happy Madison, and Nick Swardson mm-hmm. has been there for a while punching up strips. He and seemed above it though. Like he had comedy specials, he, and he he almost was on the same tier as Mike Birbiglia. Like they told that same kind of comedy. He's a real funny comic. Mike Birbiglia like did an independent movie that was great and is I think has a way brighter future than no, but Nick, Nick Swardson was fantastic on Reno Nine One One. Yeah, yeah. The Ten Time was all right. Yeah. But uh, in short bursts, yeah. I could take him. I don't know if I, I could sit great. in a room for ninety minutes with like his Reno nine one one character. Yeah. And he's I'd one of the probably people, kill somebody. He's actually he's the, he's I think he's the only one in this show that I've met and talked to in person for mm-hmm. an extended length of time. And he's he was really fucking nice. Uh, and he's really I think yeah. he's really funny. He was really nice to me when he didn't have to be. Yeah. Uh, and I've heard him in interviews, and he sounds just like a lazy jock. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's <laughs> a lot of people don't like him because of that. Whereas Mike Rabiglia sounds like somebody who works a lot. And works really hard, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and he just kind of fell. Also, he sleepwalked out of a window. Out of a window, yeah. uh, probably not good. Yeah. But it's smart. I think his comedy's funny. I think he's got a. I I like seriously. Who farted is a great name <laughs> for a comedy special. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that cover. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I so like uh, yeah, a, like a couple other the friends of Sandler have their mm-hmm. own comedic vehicles. Like that one guy got Grandma's Boy, but I don't even feel mm-hmm. like he's Alan, in... Alan Covert. Yeah, but he's, he's not successful he's enough clip. to, I think, have 
No, in fact, yeah, wasn't, if, if you looked, if you looked, because he was constantly in Adam Sandler films. Yeah, it just and has a back. Yeah, well, by the time he got to Little Nicky, they're clearly like hazing him. Like yeah. you're going to be in this movie because that's what we do. But you got to shave your head bolt. They, yeah. they make you have to gain. They made him gain like forty pounds and mm-hmm. shave his and make it, give him himself male pattern baldness mm-hmm. in order to be in the film. What, what, what are you looking at, Michael? I think there's. A, it looked like there was a bug crawling across. Your no, neck. no, that's that's a brown stain that I I, okay. I can't quite explain. Oh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> well, completely. Somebody put that to music. Um, Com- yeah, bringing up Grandma's Boy though mm-hmm. uh, reminds me when we were at Radar. Do were you there? You were there when we had the intern for a day contest. Uh, was that with the little kids? No, no, it was with a a full grown dude. No, who, I guess I don't know if I was. Uh, yeah, we had this thing. It was like it was kind of sprung on us. That like, yeah, we had this contest to be uh, Games Radar's intern for a day. So he gets here on the the winner gets here on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I have something planned for him. And like, like okay, I, re- I remember we just like treated him like an intern and like hey, here's some work for you to do. <laughs> <laughs> Upload these Dynasty Warriors screenshots. Yeah, exactly. It was shit like that and we didn't we didn't know what else to do and then like the guy who like set up the contest like ah, how'd that go and like oh it went okay you know it's like hmm. oh man I thought you guys were gonna do like some grandma's boy stuff and like put him through like the intern Olympics and stuff. It's like so you saw a movie <laughs> and just decided that's what we would do. Well for the longest time whenever I told people what I did it was usually followed with "Oh, liking grandma's boy." And I'm like, close, but not at all. Yeah, not close. even like, at all in the same ballpark. Those are testers, and I don't mm-hmm. want to do that job at all. No. Nope. Uh, but yeah, I, the grandma's boy is a kind of funny film. I yeah. think uh, I, I'm a defender of Happy Madison product. I do sort of like. I don't always love, and it, some of it is like irredeemably bad. But I do like the idea that like it's clearly a bunch of guys who are having fun making shit together, and you can see that on, it usually yeah. comes across on screen, even if it's clunky and technically on a on a <laughs> on an objective film level bad, bad, bad. Yeah. But uh, you know, not every joke works in every yeah. comedy. I, you know, I could live with that if I ever felt like they were trying. They're usually not trying. If, if they it, were it, just trying to churn stuff out and having a good time and make each other laugh mm-hmm. and, and bringing them in at you know low, if they were doing them as low budget stuff, they're not. They're doing them with decent budgets, yeah. and it always looks like they're not trying very hard, and that makes me feel like they're laughing at me. Some well, it's like I love the movie Little Nicky, which I'm I think sorry. is everybody hates, mm-hmm. but it's like it is a bunch of it's basically a string of amazing cameos throughout the entire film. John Lovett's doing a hilarious peeping Tom. Quentin Tarantino as a blind preacher. Uh, Fucking Dana Carvey as a magical old referee. Like, it's a bunch of really fun stuff in the film. And Adam Sandler's kind of trying. He's he's at least playing a different character. But the world hates it. Uh, he's, he's playing. He's playing his Gil Bellows character, voice. if you'd like to know, from SNL, who would review mm. concerts where he get his fucking ass kicked <laughs> all around Woodstock '94. Yeah. Well, it was back when he was still. It was back before he realized he didn't have to try. Gil Bellows, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I well, did watch. I did recently watch Funny People, and I want to stand up for that yeah. movie again. It's right. fucking excellent, and Adam Sandler is great <laughs> in it. Yep. Well, speaking of. Uh, Keeping on the Adam Sandler track, mm-hmm. uh, he's had a few heir apparents. I, I feel throughout mm-hmm. the like once he left SNL, there's like a new kind of guy like him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they're still doing it with the. There's this guy, uh, Pete Davidson, mm-hmm. who's also kind of like the gangly guy who doesn't really do characters he's all that well, but person. it's just funny. Yeah, he, just, he kind of just a stand up on the on yeah. Weekend Update. But yeah, uh, unlike Adam Sandler, everyone who's been the next Adam Sandler has not had good success in movies. Mm-hmm. Starting with this guy. Oh yeah. Who is gonna pay hey, that? 
is a badge, okay? That means you're not allowed to scream at me! No. Ah! <laughs> 2004's Taxi? Yep. A remake no. of a French film? Mm-hmm. Was that about a taxi that turns into a magic car? Is that what and, this is? That's what it's about. It's He runs into Queen Latifah, who was, I guess, a former NASCAR driver. I, I, this is all what I got off Wikipedia this morning. <laughs> it, uh, she used to be a NASCAR driver, but she turned into a taxi driver, and he randomly hails her. She has this crazy pimped car. And they and go it's on magic. It. Yeah. Well, it's not magic, but it's oh, like okay. he gets into this normal car, and she's like, "Are you ready for this?" And like presses oh, a button, yes. like the car turns into like this crazy the Men in Black, uh, yeah. the Inspector Gadget car rolled Jesus into one. Uh, no, this is a huge bomb, and like yeah. kind of mm-hmm. killed Jimmy. Fa- like you wonder why. Like, well, why would you? Would you rather be like spend two months working on a movie every year, or star in an hour long television yep. show every night? And you see why you had to make that choice. The, yeah, the public yeah. actively reject. Even though I, I'll say Fever Pitch is not a yeah. Bad yeah. Movie. And I was going to say Fever Pitch is okay, but the original is better. Oh, like the soccer one. Yeah. Who's is Colin Firth in that? Yeah, it's Colin Firth. Okay, I, I'm not sure. If, I don't think I've seen yeah. that at all. Yeah, yeah. but different I was, sports, I was, same name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it still works somehow yeah. because there's pitching instead mm-hmm. of the soccer. Pitch, well, I just but, I thought uh, I'm not even a baseball fan, but the end of Fever yeah, Pitch is right. fucking beautiful. That like. That year, Boston ends up winning. The whole movie is uh, about mm-hmm. how the Bo- Boston can never win the World Series, and in real life, huh. it looks like they're going to, and so they change the ending of the movie to mm-hmm. Boston winning the World Series, and then the end of the movie is just the city celebrating. The mm-hmm. cameras were there, like, yeah. back when those cameras were really expensive, and no one was going to get that footage, and there's huh. this beautiful shot of Boston celebrating their first win in, like, what, 80 years? Uh, it's, yeah. it makes I thought it make, makes for a beautiful experience. Fever pitch. Yeah. But uh, Taxi, I have not seen... And I think was uh, was <laughs> swept the Razzies that year. I think uh, probably. Yeah. But that's it, it. Seems so innocuous to be that bad. Maybe maybe. Well, there's nothing more painful than yeah. bad comedy. I, I like yeah. a bad drama becomes comedy, mm-hmm. and so it's fun. But I'm guessing bad comedy is trying to be funny and fails, but does not become dramatic. Fallon's good with music yeah. and uh, characters, not unlike Sandler, but not a really charismatic lead as mm. a human being. No, not <laughs> as really. himself. Yeah. He was good and uh, almost famous. Oh, yeah. I, I love him. His scene in Almost Famous. I thought that was great. Does he confess to something in the plane? No, he's, not, he's their new manager. Oh, okay. Uh, blowing smoke up uh, Stillwater's ass. Mm-hmm. Is that was yeah. the band's name? I need to watch that again. Mm. So the other... Stillwater's run deep. Yeah. The other new Sandler, who, that was who I argue had a, a, a way better movie, hmm. is uh, same initials, Andy Sandberg. Hmm. Uh, very underrated movie, Hot Rod. That's what I've heard. Didn't yeah. like it. Uh Maybe if you'll uh, maybe I'll change your mind after listening to this clip. My safe word will be whiskey. Sorry, Rod. What was that? Whiskey. Do you mean whiskey? What? You're saying it weird. <laughs> saying what weird? All of it. <laughs> Where do you get off? <laughs> I just don't get why you're saying it that way. Why I'm saying what what way? Forget it. I will. I will forget it. <laughs> Denise. Okay, I take yeah. it back. That scene's great. <laughs> I mean, this is but more... it's also a Family Guy joke. Yeah. It was yeah. way later. I think it first. Cool. they were they were around the same time, and you know, this is probably I don't know. They're both they both had like really long production schedules, and like a movie and a cartoon. Mm-hmm. They it was you know parallel thinking. I got yeah. I have to imagine. Yeah, cool whip. All yeah. all I remember is cool beans from the movie. Cool beans. Which, yeah, it, where, it, which turns into Tim and Eric skit, basically. Yes, in the yeah. middle of this this major, like very well shot Hollywood film. Oh, it has Al Swearingen as his dad. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do own this, Dave, on high definition digitally versatile. Oh, disc, nice! So we can crack I, open I, that I, maroon I mean, too. case. 
<laughs> I know it won't, I own on some kind of high definition product, but it's probably it probably was HD DVD because it came out 2007 around the time that that format really. But it did really bad, and it was like it was the uh, unsuccessful, also an unsuccessful kind of launch vehicle for the Foot Fist Way is a great film yeah. uh, that kind of mm-hmm. got the, they've got Hollywood's attention with Danny McBride, who I yeah. love. I fucking love Danny McBride. Foot Fist Way is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a great film. Uh, the next one is even better. Uh, wait, no, that, that that's with Seth Rogen, Observe and Report. Okay, uh, but yeah. uh, Danny McBride, this is like his big break. It's like yeah. his first major role, and he's barely utilized at all in the mm-hmm. film. Uh, but yeah, really funny, really yeah. funny. So does that make That's My Boy the passing of the torch? Yep. A bit. The bungled fa- passing of the torch. Oh. I think there was like one laugh in there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you, you know it? what? I, I did. I watched it for Bad Movie Sunday. Actually, this is the point where I, I was very disappointed in the Razzies because I believe they gave Vanilla Ice Worst Supporting Actor. Mm. And he is literally the best thing in that movie. Really? Yeah. I was, I was, he, he shows up. He's got like one or two scenes. I he's ad- really funny. I admired <laughs> Happy Madison for straight up doing an R-rated comedy because yeah. I, I swear, like it feel, it's been 10 years, but like 40-year-old virgin broke new ground mm-hmm. on the R-rated comedy. It wasn't something being done. There weren't... And comedy sucked yeah. for a long time, and now it doesn't. We get mm-hmm. good comedy movies. Uh, and I was excited to see and that was their only shot at it, and that movie, I think, bombed worse than... Even, like, Jack and Jill and, yeah. like, other Oof, shit you yeah. think... Yeah. This movie did not do it very well at all. pretty bad. But Razzie-worthy? Yeah, I would say probably for Sandler, just, again, mm-hmm. if, if he feels really lazy, feels mm-hmm. like he's not trying too hard. There are a couple good jokes... And like I said, uh, yeah, Vanilla Ice is actually very funny. All right. I'll take it. All right. So I got a, I got a couple quick ones here that I'm sure that we probably won't have much to talk about. Uh, here's Chris Kattan as Corky Romano. Ooh. Fuck! Wow. Howdy! What do you want, bitch? I just thought that I can get some heroin and then maybe we can all go out and commit some hate crimes and stuff. <laughs> I almost want. I almost want to just keep that on your, le- on your put that on your desktop because I think you could just pull that. That's out just of them following around in his off time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, <laughs> we, this is how he behaves mm-hmm. normally. Whatever year he dies, can we please hack the Oscar in Morium reel just to play that line <laughs> and that line alone? Yeah. But he was also in uh, Undercover Brother as the villain, yeah. and I know oh, this only because movie. he gets eaten by a giant shark that at the end. That was the best moment, though, because we like yeah. turn that on like ten minutes before the end or something, <laughs> and he's like fighting, and then he goes flying out of the helicopter over the ocean. We both went shark, 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 and then it happened for <laughs> real. <laughs> but that would probably count as a failed Eddie Griffin comedic vehicle. Yeah. I don't know if he had anything else. Bit, yeah. 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 Uh, no, he had a couple of other things. Yeah. yeah, a couple of Master P films. Uh. Um, <laughs> Master P, excuse me. Uh, it, it does remind... What it, this makes me think of is how much does SNL pay? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. some people you never see again. Mm-hmm. And Catan... Dude, he was really funny on that show. Yeah. He was everywhere on that show. I never and cared for him. Nowhere. He had so many big characters. Mango, Mr. Peepers. Yes. Mm. Does it, you, you don't, I can understand not liking him, Diana. Yeah. Night at the Roxbury is still kind of a funny sketch. Yeah, yeah um, I guess. You know movie. why? Because hmm. he doesn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> that, is a, that was a great... I think it was a, it was a Friends parody skit where Chris Kattan is playing... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Chandler was the host mm-hmm. that week. And... Chris Kattan is doing like this really fame imitation of Chandler, <laughs> and Chandler just gets pissed at him and says, "Hey, hey, Kattan, why don't you stick to characters that don't speak?" <laughs> oh man, I just I remember his one line is Andy Dick. He played a great Andy Dick, and he's like, 
What? What am I saying? I wouldn't have said that if I wasn't so coked up and gay. Did <laughs> <laughs> I just say that? Andy Dick. Uh. <laughs> Well, the Andy Dick connection, here's John Lovett's High School High. Oh, man. I know it's deaf. What's, uh, what's whack? What's straight up booty? Don't you... <laughs> uh, yeah, you oh. see, there's, there's a guy where it's yeah. like, you, you, he's perfect as the mm. second string guy. He's, yeah. he's the comic relief or the best friend. Go home and give the wife a Kills pickle tickle. <laughs> Legal their own. Yeah, make him, make him the lead. Yeah. Just, I can't quite he, carry In it. a very, very narrow parody of Dangerous Minds. Which deserve to be sent up because they kept making those awful fucking films. The <laughs> Lean on Me's, The Stand and Delivers. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Shit, there's so many of them mm-hmm. and I'm so Substitute, glad. Substitute, Man. Before we move too far away from Andy Dick, though, I what? just want to point out his fantastic cameo turn in Double Dragon. Oh, whoa! whoa. He, he plays himself as a really? weatherman. Yes. Oh as a what? As a weatherman. Really? Yes. Okay, that's awesome. I, I, he was he was has a great cameo in Old School, teaching everyone's wife how to give a blowjob. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's a good scene. Are we gonna count uh, Superstar? Oh, you know what? I because she got another yeah. starring turn, also directed by Bruce McCullough, I think. Oh yeah, something about no. yeah. dogs or no? Uh, that was Dog Park. Yeah, um, but I think that was Janine Garofalo actually. But she has another. She had. She's been in a bunch yeah. of other stuff. I've seen her, you know, way way low on yeah, stuff, but that not, was the not trying time. to carry yeah. something. Thank God, I can't stand. Well, it. I also don't even think that if you're if you're doing a sketch because that that would mean like Tim Meadows' Ladies' Man count. And it oh, sort yeah. of, it sort of doesn't mm-hmm. though because it just he's he, it's a TV made mm-hmm. it's a TV turn movie kind of thing. And both of those movies were like amongst Will Ferrell's first roles where he's yeah. just content to be like oh co-star. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's given huge roles in yeah. all these films. Mm-hmm. Well, in Night of the Roxbury, it was kind of impossible. Mm-hmm. Not to, but Superstar, like, that character didn't yeah. exist. I, I don't know if you can discount SNL movies, though, because I feel like they tried to use them as a launch pad to a legitimate career because that worked yes. for Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. Well, I also think in the late 90s there was a mandate that we make a movie every summer. Yeah. And yeah. that did, that was very, very short-lived. We have a whole show to yeah. talk about that. I've, I've got one last clip, do, do and it. it relates to Mike Myers, yeah. and it's oh. one of the sadder... Failed comedic vehicles. This is a person who had two, but they were a dec. It was a decade apart. Uh, I don't have a clip of the first one, but this is Dana Carvey, and his second one is just much, much sadder. Here he is in uh, Master of Disguise, and it's that one clip that you know I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. The name, the Turtle Club. You know, it's just a name. I think you're taking it a little bit too literally. Turtle. May I help you? Are you a member of the Turtle Club? Well, not exactly. Not exactly. But am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? Is he okay? He's fine. He's fine, turtle. Uh, turtle. Yeah, turtles just say turtle. That's why they're <laughs> oh, yeah. because they're hey, Pokemons. When I do bad impressions, I find saying the name of the person I'm impersonating really yes. helps the impression along. I think we all had to, yeah, we had to face the unfortunate truth that he was not turtly enough for the uh, turtle club. <laughs> Well, this is no. that's because spe- Tina Carvey had a bunch of bad shit happen to him. Yeah, he didn't I just think, drop off the face yeah. of the earth because he sucked. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of he had like serious heart problems. Yeah, uh, and had to back out of the spotlight. Dana Carvey is so fucking gifted, mm-hmm. it, like yeah. outrageously. He might like if true. you were ranking SNL cast members, he might be number one. He carried he, that show for a really 10. long time. Top ten for a re- but just for a long time, and he's yeah. in every fucking sketch. And I'd say technically, Opportunity Knox is not a great film. Mm-hmm. No, it's totally built around the one scene of him impersonating George Herbert Walker Bush, mm-hmm. uh, extrapolating the glory of the blowy things in the bathroom mm-hmm. way better than the paper towels. 
Uh, and the clean slate is awful. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had some he had some bad films, but he needs to. This Master Disguise was the one he wrote, and like Tammy, it is a completely unsound film from mm-hmm. beginning to end. Horrible bridging sequences to impressions yeah. is what all that movie does, and it it's really hard to watch. It's really really bad. Do you remember his character's name? No, Pistachio. P- Pistachio. Disguise. Yes, Pistachio Disguisey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know that just from memorizing the Roger Ebert review. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it that bad? Scathing? Uh, it was in Your your Movie Sucks, mm. the book. I remember it got an F in Entertainment Weekly. That is a rare achievement mm. for a film. Mm. Like getting yeah. an that F. is true. Uh, but it, it is it is outrageously bad. It is mm. very hard. It's very hard to defend. But I love, love Dana Carvey so much. And just yep. none of it translated to the big screen at all. Well, um, you'd be happy to know that he did get a role in uh, Jack and Jill as Crazy Puppeteer. <sighs> Which I'm not even sure was that his real name in that movie could have been. I but I do love that because like probably Pinocchio Puppetti. Sandler's also really good to his friends and everybody yeah. he was on SNL with. And like one of the funniest human beings in the universe is Kevin Nealon, mm-hmm. and he has great roles in Adam Sandler films. Yeah. Always awesome roles. Still await a Kevin Nealon starring vehicle. <laughs> It'll never yeah. happen. I'm sorry. Unless we unless we write it for him. <laughs> I don't know why he's way funnier than I'll yeah. ever be. He fucking was in love Kevin Nealon. He was fucking great in Weeds. Yeah. I couldn't believe how good he was in Weeds. That show's terrible. <laughs> I couldn't either because my expectations for Kevin Nealon are pretty low. No way. I love Kevin Nealon. He's yeah. fucking hilarious. Are they going to have a subliminal message guy the movie? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weekend update the movie with Kevin Nealon. <laughs> that's never going to happen. Yeah. Are, we at the, are we at the end? Yeah, that's it. That's all so I got. No, no uh, Jay Moore in Jane Austen's Mafia? Oh. Dude, yes. I listen to his podcast. It's really good. Oh, and he wow. talks about yeah that being his, his breaking... <laughs> That was so bad. Being busted down. He calls it being busted down to show business middle class. <laughs> um, <after> that. <laughs> but yeah, oh, Jay Moore wow. is a really funny dude who I don't think he... This is what happens when you don't write stuff for yourself. Yeah. You wait for people to write stuff for you. Mike Myers didn't do that. Mm. Chris Rock doesn't do that. Adam Sandler doesn't do that. Uh, they all wrote stuff for themselves. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but you also... You don't get one failed shot at something. Mm-hmm. Dana Carvey at Opportunity Knocks and Clean Slate were just are unremarkable comedies that yeah. aren't he didn't write. Um, it sucks. Yeah. Make a character. Yeah. Um, as long it, as it's not turtle, 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 turtle. I'm sure there's a few that I missed, so feel free hey. to leave comments about it. Hey. I know. Uh, in, the, in the defense of that movie, do we not say that we? Most of us have only seen the trailer, and we still say that line every turtle time we hear the word turtle. Yeah. Every time we hear the word turtle, yeah. without ninja in front of it. <laughs> I, I, I speak no. for yourself, but okay. Yeah. I do. I just <laughs> say, I like turtles. Yeah. <laughs> that kid deserves his own film. Uh, Chris, I know you uh, mentioned Miss March, which is an entire comedy oh. troupe's failed. Uh, no, it, it's oh. actually it's actually more awkward than that. I've it's, heard that so bad. It's sort of like if uh, Kevin McDonald and Dave Foley made a movie that uh. looked like a Kids in the Hall movie and didn't ask anybody else to be in it, because that's what it is. Uh. The, th- the three guys who are not there are involved in any way. And then the nothing about that box makes it seem like as though it's... Uh, I thought treat? it would. I thought it would be well. One, it was. Everybody makes fun of me for having it, but like, yeah. I stole everything from P. Tom. They got sent every Blu-ray for free. I don't <laughs> care. Like, I wanted to see. Hey, why does Kid You Know movie? I don't have to pay for this. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really bad. There's some very few good moments, but it's like it is. Yeah, it's outrageously bad. Mm-hmm. And it's. I feel bad for those guys because it's the two probably most talented yeah. guys in Whitest Kids. Derek Comedy had one. You listen to that episode. Mystery Team, about, yeah. yeah, yeah, that one's funny though. I That's like true. Team. That is true. Uh, the but Jerky Boys had their movie. Oh, they did. Yeah. <laughs> they did. For back to our Never on DVD episode, which made it a DVD or didn't? It it didn't. I don't. Think. Okay. Yeah. 
Hey, I was I was there uh, opening day That's with like three other people, but uh, that'll do it for this episode. Um, Diane's blowing again, your nose. Yep. Should I pick it up again? Sorry. Like I would love to hear about more of these because I, I have the, I have a weird. Uh, They're fascinating. I, I, yeah. They're fascinating, and like it's sort of. That's why I, you know, I'm, I, if I had to give advice to young comedians, is like write your own shit because yeah. like if you wait for someone mm-hmm. to do it for you, you might get something. You might get pigeonholed to something you didn't want to do. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish I wish I would have had that knowledge before I was thirty five and useless and not funny. <laughs> um, but don't wait for people to do something for you. Mm-mm-mm. And if you're friends with Adam Sandler, you know, just <laughs> hook know, us up. Yeah. <laughs> no, just hook us up. <laughs> yeah. We want to be on that gravy don't train. Tell, don't tell them about anything we said either. We'll pretend yeah. Pixels is a good video game movie. Yeah. <laughs> We'll endorse it loudly. I am. I swear, I am looking at pixels optimistically. Uh-huh. I want. I think Sandler's got good shit left in him. I really do. Well, it makes one of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not even the trailers look that promising. I'm sorry. Trailers are built for morons, though. You know that. Isn't they always it? show the worst I moments do, of good they comedies. They tend to be like uh, trailers. I hate have tended to be attached to movies I also hate. This is true. So. This is true. Well, we all have starring roles in podcasts. Would you guys like to talk about those really quickly? <laughs> I usually host this one. Thanks, Dave. Oh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> not sure if that was a sarcastic thanks or a genuine one. No, it really was. I, I love not having to prepare <laughs> an episode and just react to things. It's awesome. I host a show where we almost never talk about Adam Sandler called Video Game Apocalypse. I'm, uh, I'm going to ruin that. You should listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, It goes up, I guess, Fridays now. Is it Fridays but now? It's, it's like I try to get it up Thursday night. Usually it's Friday morning. Uh, working uh, at... 40 hour a day job is kind of difficult. 40 hour a day, right? That's how it works. Mm-hmm. 40 hour day. Yeah. Yep. And With a time uh, machine. Michael works with the hardest. Yes. Um, I've had several beers. <laughs> and I host G Popcast. We also have uh, VG Empire. This is true. Yes. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash laser time. Uh, and right now there are two podca- weekly podcasts that only patrons can get, and mm-hmm. that is. Uh, and a bonus episode, which is really fun and a lot looser than anything we usually do in this show. Which is saying a lot. Huh? <laughs> do you even loser? Well, we, we do. We, we collect. It's it's like a look back at the week. It, 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 nothing I will say about it sounds interesting, but people seem to like it. And I'm having a ton of fun doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Talking Simpsons, though, is really fun. I cannot wait to yeah. hear some of that. Well, you got to fucking I gotta, pa- you gotta patronize, I gotta dog. I know. <laughs> and, I, t- I told uh, Bob you wanted to be on the Talking Malibu Stacy episode. I told him that too. Dude, he, he said, I'll look her up in uh, 2017. Yes, yeah. it'll be a while <laughs> yeah. at a weekly schedule. I pace. told him that. Yeah, um, well, because I had Henry and Bob in my car. And so that was my chance to lock them in and be like, when Talking Malibu Stacy comes around, I swear to God, I will fucking shank <laughs> all of you unless Jesus, you let me be that on is, that episode. That is my favorite. That's why we soft launched the first season. Cause it's just like, <laughs> it's going to be so long till we get to the episodes everybody yeah, wants to talk about. This is true. Uh, but it's still a lot of fun going through the beginning. I can't tell you how much fun it is to, like, holy shit, that character doesn't look anything like that other character. Why are there two people in the crowd with their heads connected? This is, <laughs> there's so many insane Why things. Why is Smithers black? Why is Smithers black? Uh, that's it's not that. Awkward moment where Homer says there's nothing wrong with the father kissing his son, I yeah, don't think, and I then think. he and Bart start making out. Everybody's <laughs> shoes make noise at, with every yeah. step they take. It's very strange. The gradient colors, can't stand it. Also, we have a Monday night movie. Every Monday we watch a movie live with you, and that's uh, only for patrons, and then they'll get a, you can spit you out a MP3 movie commentary even if you're out there for the live show. And perhaps it'll be one of these someday. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely petitioning. petitioning no, no, UHF, dog. No, UHF would be a yeah. great one. I would love to do that. Woo. But to, uh, to play us out, I'm just going to play that same clip from uh, Corky Romano again. <laughs> Howdy. What do you want, bitch? 
I just thought that I can get some heroin and then maybe we can all go out and commit some hate crimes and stuff. Don't you know that we can do 